0: Welcome to Top Tier Volunteer, a Tennessee Vols podcast. I'm your host Andre, and you're listening to Episode Five. Um, as always, I wanted to dedicate this show to my mother, Loretta Lowe, and my favorite artist, Young Dolph. So we're finally here, man. Uh, the season started. We had our first game versus Ball State on Thursday. You know, in front of America, and um, we showed up pretty well. Uh, we won fifty nine to ten, and I feel like we just had an overall good showing. And you know, we we did what we were supposed to do and got out of there with the easy W. And, of course, now we're looking on to week two versus Pittsburgh. Being as it's the season now, I'm going to be um, having a different format uh, for the show. And um, it's pretty much going to be sort of the same, but not really. I'm just going to have some players of the games. I'm going to stick with the older volunteer thing. I'm going to have the stat of the game. I'm going to look ahead to the um, next opponent on the schedule. And so, let's get started. Looking at last week's game versus Ball State, like I said, I feel like we came out and showed exactly what we were going to do, offense. <laughs> we pretty much, I feel like we had the best start out of, in the whole country. We had an interception on the first play of defense. Then we had a, we scored on the first play on offense. So we're keeping up with uh, our our thing of being the uh, the fastest scoring offense in the country. And I'm just overall very happy with what happened. And um looking at some players of the game. First, I'm going to go with uh, the starting quarterback, Candon Hooker. He would, he had some kind of high throws and I expect, you know, first game jitters, but he did uh, re- execute the offense when he was supposed to. He completed some third downs. Uh, he scrambled when he had to, and the offense just looked like it was pretty much the same from last year. He just had different players. He did a lot of his damage in the uh, first two quarters, matter of fact. Like, he had 200 yards, uh, a couple, he didn't have many yards rushing, but he had two rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns. And then he did one drive in the third. That was just, you know, I guess to get him a little bit more, you know, just work the offense, and then he got up out of there. And that was, you know, exactly how it was supposed to go. So number one was Hendon Hooker. And um, our second player, you might be a little surprised, Joe Milton. This guy he came off the bench. He ran the, the 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 offense efficiently, like how he was supposed to. He had one bullet pass where, he, you know, he tried to throw their hunt, hunter. Uh, I think his name was Hunter Salmon. And, you know, Sammy could have been a little bit more athletic and uh, Milton could have took a little bit more off of it. So I feel like, you know, it was, both of them feel like they messed up a little bit on that play. But uh, Joe, man, he had a great pass uh, to, to uh, what's his name, Holiday. And Holiday caught it in stride and took it for a touchdown. I also really liked the play where um, he, he scanned the offense. And then he just checked it down to Dylan Sampson. It was a great pass. Like As Tennessee fans, we know how hard it was to do swing passes a couple years ago. So he ran a perfectly executed one. And Dylan caught it in stride and was able to get a first down. So I'm really happy with the progression that um, he's made. And next, uh, so... Our next uh, player of the game was on defense. I'm going to have two for them. And the um, first one is Aaron Beasley. If, he, he was everywhere, man. First player of the game, he applied uh, pressure to the quarterback, and he, you know, he didn't get the sack, but he caused the interception. Um, and then multiple, numerous other times, he was just exactly where he needed to be. He uh, he filled the hole. He, he laid the wood a couple times, and he just was a, a very secure tackler. Um, my thing with him last year was, He'd be able to read and diagnose the play, and he'd be the first one there, but he wouldn't, it was like he wasn't there because he wouldn't make the tackle and you know he was basically might well not have been there. So this year, you know, he definitely looked like looked like he's bulked up and gotten stronger. So I'm definitely happy with his progression. I think he had about eight tackles, um, two solo, a couple quarterback pressures. So, you know, it was an overall good game for him. And my other play of the game on defense was uh Kamal Haddon. I almost gave it to Samari McDonald, but he only got the interception and didn't really get any other tackles or anything like that. But Kamal basically looked like a shutdown corner out there. You know, he was sticky in coverage. He got the interception. And when they ran to his side, he ran he he laid the wood a couple times. He um when they caught the ball in front of him, he even scooped the dude. He had a, basically a little highlight tackle. So he's basically looking like our number one cornerback right now. And um He's going to have to be that because looking at the other corners, Charles and and um, Burrell, uh, Burrell might get picked on all year, man. Um, I'm not going to say too much about that. I'm trying to be positive here. So, yeah, Kamal Haddon definitely looked the part, and I'm definitely happy with the progression that he's made as well. And it's just an example of the players getting better because he barely got on the field last year. So for him and uh, be- Beasley to be the players of the game. Is, is showing that they, they worked hard this offseason and that the hard work is paying off. So before I go over a couple more observations about the game, um, I just wanted to say that we are ranked now number 24 in the country. And um, I wasn't too worried about us not being ranked before the season. Um, of course, it was going to shake out like that regardless. Once we won our first game, we were right there on the verge of it anyway. And of course, some teams were going to fall. And we were going to be the ones to easily rise up. Uh, we're going. We're going to score a lot of points. We're going to look good doing it. So we're definitely going to be a, a, a media uh, darling throughout the whole year, especially if we win a couple close games. <clears throat> so um, just a couple observations about the game. I'm gonna probably give about three for each: three offense, three defense. And let's start. Uh, the O line. O line looked very solid. They um, they made the holes. I mean. I, maybe because it's Ball State, but you know, I feel like the plays were there. I feel like the left tackle, which has been the point of contention all summer, was pretty much it wasn't a problem. Um, I love Spraggins. I love the right side of the line in general. The Right, Cooper Mays, um, and then There's some nasty guys. Uh, it was a one play where the dude jumped off sides and Spraggins just laid him out. You know, at his at <laughs> at the extent of his own body because he didn't care. You know, he just making sure you ain't getting to the quarterback. So, um, O line looked good. The skilled players, I liked everybody. Brew McCoy looked like a monster. He's bigger in person. Like, i seen him saying, you know, him and Brew were, uh, not Brew, but him and uh, Tillman were about the same size. But in pads, uh, Brew looks way bigger. And um, I just like, uh, he high-pointed the ball on a couple plays. He And once, you know, once we actually try to give him the ball, you know, against Ball State, you know, just taking the plays as they came. But next week and throughout the rest of the season, as we try to force him and Tillman the ball, we're going to see you know that we probably have two elite receivers um Hyatt scored on the first play of the game so that's great Squirrel White got in uh Walker Merrill got his first touchdown um who else Jalen Wright played well um Noah Fant uh Noah Fant no it's not Princeton Fant uh I think yeah I, I remember him dropping one but he got hit on that play so you know but I do know he was blocking well and um let me see who else uh the starting running back uh, Jabari Small he 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 he's going to be hard to tackle you know every he makes he's very shifty and look like he's gotten shiftier over the offseason and um the freshman man um what's his name number 24 Dylan Sampson this dude he's going to be electric man cuz as as we all know our offense very fast so with him just he's a very fast player himself he's going to hit the hole and hit it hard so i'm very excited about the future of our running backs and um, if I had one bad thing to say about with our skill players, there were a couple fumbles. We only lost one of them, and that was uh, Williams Thomas that did it. He was a freshman. So, of course, that's not really an excuse, but um, I'm sure uh, Pittsburgh is going notice, to notice that. So we're definitely going to have to work on our ball, ball security. And uh, last, the quarterbacks, they they did a real good job. Like I said, he did the offense like he was supposed to. We were up comfortably before the day, before the first half first quarter was over. You know, he only had to play one possession in the second half for for shits and giggles. So um he did a real good job. And Milton uh probably did better than Hendon. Uh, he only had one incompletion. Um matter of fact, I do wanna say there were a couple of drops on um, touchdowns that um well, yeah, that are the guys could have caught. Tillman dropped one, Brew dropped one before the end of the second half second quarter. And um, Hyatt had dropped one on the sideline. That, that would have been a nice catch. But, you know, both of his hands were on it. But, um, yeah, back to the quarterbacks. So that might have uh, dropped Hendon's completion rating down a little bit. But, yeah, Joe, I feel like he had a better game overall. Just, you know, it was against the second team probably. But seven for eight, one touchdown, 100 yards. You know, you can't, can't pretty much can't do it no better. And uh, next, looking at the defense... I feel like we played very solid overall. Um, we only gave up ten points, uh, which is very good. The second team, when they got on the field, they didn't give up any other points. And you know, the, the uh, ball state's offense didn't subtly spring into action or nothing like that. So I was very happy with the defense. Looking at the D line, um, we didn't get any sacks, but pressure was made. Um, they had a, they had a shifty little running back, a shifty little white boy, but he you know he was he was he was, really, he was decent. Matter of fact, so. Um, we we were you know we shot the gap and stuff like that where I don't know how many plays you know statistically the defensive linemen made but they were pretty solid so I don't really have much to say about them of course people like we didn't get any sacks but pressure was made on both interceptions uh, from defensive linemen so there what I mean what else do you want you know Alabama didn't get any sacks last week and they got the best defensive play in the country so you know it's just it just happens like that sometimes. Uh, looking at the linebackers, great, man, great. Jeremy Banks and, of course, Aaron Beasley were everywhere. Uh, I feel like every time I looked up, they were either you know shooting a gap or placing a hit on somebody. And when they got there, they laid the wood. So that's pretty much all I asked ask for. Um, I did see Quasi Garland got hurt a little bit. I uh, hope he's doing all right. Um, Solon Page, I seen got on the field, uh, the freshman Herring. I don't know what's up with uh Mitchell, but I guess he'll play this year sometime if if he wants to'll we'll, will nobody knows and uh looking at the secondary um very good very good i like I like the plays everybody made McDonald he made his first start first play of the game made an interception it doesn't get no better than that um Kamal haddon sticky first number one corner looking like type guy um got the interception uh theo theo no, no, no. The, uh, the safety uh flowers. Yeah, Flowers and McCullough. Uh McCullough definitely was everywhere. I feel like if he plays around the line of scrimmage, that's where he needs to be, then uh that'll be a, definitely an asset for the for the defense in general because um he knows he's very solid when he gets there. And um Flowers too. Um they were ball state was about to score uh when uh then the, when he had like number twenty four he was running down the sideline and Flowers popped him and the dude tried to stretch the ball out and hit the ball on the pie line. You know, the dude would have had the easy touchdown if, if Flowers hadn't hit him, so he gets credit for that. And um for, uh last person I feel like he's the weakest link on the whole defense at this point up uh, real There I feel like I'm gonna be picking on him all year. Um I'm not going to harp on it too much. I just hope he plays better and 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 takes the challenges that are going to come his way this year. Because uh Charles, he got out there too, but you know, he he looked like it was his first game, so we'll see how he progresses and who starts next week. Um the what's the name Williams guy is supposed to be back next week as well, so we'll see how much PT he gets. But overall, the defense played good to me, man. Um they only gave up 10 points. Not that many yards. Let me check the yardage real quick. And they only gave up uh, 269 yards passing and 343 yards on overall on 70 plays. So that's real good. Like, you know, Ball State was trying the whole time, and we got to intercept. We pretty much demoralized them on the first play of the game. So good job, defense. And uh, hope y'all bring y'all lunch pail for next week versus Pitt. <laughs> So speaking of Pitt, uh, they squeaked out a very tight one versus uh, West Virginia last week, uh, 38-31. And I'm watching the game, and I'm just like, I was very unimpressed. Like, uh, West, West Virginia was the more impressive team to me, but they weren't the ones that won the game. So it, it goes like that sometimes in football. And, um, you know, Pittsburgh just made the plays that needed to be made. Um Keaton Slovis, he started out real slow, but he ended up with 308 yards. Um, let me see, the their running back number two, he made a couple plays, but not really. They look like their starting running back now is uh, Ronnie Hammond. He he was he was a strong player, and uh, their receivers, I mean whatever. Defense, they were they were they were smacking on defense. I'll say that now, but we we'll, we go out to see next week um, how they do versus our tempo because. They could barely handle West Virginia, and West Virginia had a whole new quarterback and all this. The dude, um, JT Daniels, can't scramble or nothing, but he was still moving the offense and making the plays when he had to be made. And the only reason I feel like they lost the game was because the ball went straight through their best receiver's hand for some damn reason. And they their uh, Pitt's wide receiver caught it and ran it back. So, I mean, <laughs> it happens like that sometimes. I don't really know, you know, what's his name, Ford Wheaton. You know he had almost 100 yards except for that last drop, which went with straight, straight through his hand. So sometimes that's how the ball, you know, plays. And that's that's a key stat for uh, for the game coming up. Pitt's, Pitt has won Pitt's last three games. They've scored the three. They've scored defensive touchdowns. So um, we already know their offense is going to struggle anyway. So we don't need to give them any free points. I feel we have a very high chance of winning if they if we don't let them score on defense very high chance so um just looking at slovis and the rest of the day he had 308 yards um they gave up a lot of sacks a lot of yards i mean they didn't they didn't look like the number 17 team in the country or maybe we just underrate, uh, underrated underrated uh, west virginia as well it goes like that sometimes so next week, I've, my opinion really didn't change much. I still expect us to win. It might be a little closer than we thought because just because, you know, we're going to be at Pittsburgh's place and stuff like that. But, you know, I expect us to get the win, and, and it's going to look good in our resume because Florida looked too damn good against winning their game versus Utah. And uh, I'm going to just dive into the rest of the NCAA week in general. Um, I loved it. Uh these guys are hitting, man. There's great football, great football. It wasn't, you know, the only team that really got splattered was Oregon. You know, it beat the hell out of them. I don't know what was up with that, but um, it was just a great week, man. Uh, then we had on Sunday the LSU versus Florida State game. That was a great game. Good job, uh, Florida State, for coming out with that win. I think we're going to beat the hell out of LSU, too. Um, so we <laughs> we might mess around and lose the Florida game and win the LSU one. You never know, but... Hopefully we win both of them. I'm, you know, I'm not gonna change my thing. I think we're gonna go five and zero, uh, and then lose the Bama. But I'm, I'm just happy that the season's back in general, and that I was uh, able to record this podcast real quick and get it out to you because I'm gonna have to record another one for next week, and I'm gonna try to get it out sooner than that. Um, the games were a little displaced, you know, Sunday, Monday, and stuff like that. So I just wanted to wait uh, until everything was done, and I wanted to rewatch the game and make sure I had all my stuff right before I, uh, you know, it. Extra note, um, me and my partner, Tevin Stinson, we're going to be working on a report for uh, the HBCU schools as well. Just, um, I don't really know the type of format. It's maybe going to be like a one-page type thing, you know, on the internet, Twitter, Facebook, uh, you know, just so people can look at it and see what's going on. But just going to show the scores of all the HBCU games and who they played. And I'm going to choose the three uh top performers of the week and i think tevin is going uh, to try, try to do a power rating of all the hbcus so look out for that i'm very excited about that because i went to hbcu two of them in matter of fact so i want to shine a light and uh just expose the football that they're playing because you know there's great football everywhere so i want to thank you guys for joining in uh to top tier volunteer Um, I'm very excited about the season. Hopefully we do what we're supposed to do. I'm going to get these episodes out more frequently, uh, of course, on a weekly basis after the game. I'm going to try to get them out on Sunday, and I'm going to work on the first report that I was telling you about and get that out next uh, one coming up, and then after that it's going to be on a weekly basis as well. So I'm going to say GBO, and until next time, Andre signing off.